Whoop, whoop. Miami looks like we got a problem on our hands. Hey, what's up, guys? It's your host, Anthony Newton. Welcome to Newton's Ball on the Beach. And looks like we might have a problem, guys, because Fitzmagic is in the house. And, you know, just to kind of ah, just hop right into it, you know, Fitzpatrick is like this year he's played really well. And, you know, a lot of people are, you know, saying that, oh, yeah, you know, he's a, you know, he's going to win you a couple games and he's going to lose you a couple of games. And, you know, this year, our losing has really been just the lack of talent. So I don't think you can actually blame like us losing on Fitzpatrick. You know, while the quarterback plays a major role and, you know, he's better some games than others, dude, he's going out there and he's playing his butt off, man. You know, and running and getting first downs and, you know, diving head first, you know, trying to get the first down, making sure, you know, just fist pumping and having fun out there, allowing his players to go make, you know, plays like big plays. And, you know, we finally get to see Devontae and Parker and Mike Gesicki, you know, have the, you know, the games and the big touchdowns that, you know, we thought they could have when they were drafted. But, you know, obviously you guys know with the coaching situations and just the way the organization was being ran was not the way that you you know, win games and win championships and playoff games. So, you know, I feel like it's really important to have the coaching staff that we have because, you know, I mean, they're doing a phenomenal job. Even yesterday uh, with that Cincinnati game, you know, it was, I mean, it was a little bit scary. Well, I guess, I mean, it depends on what side of the fence you're on. But, you know, it was really shocking to see them just put it on them, you know, and it's 28 to 6 before you know it. And obviously, you know, they got a little bit lax and conservative and Cincinnati came back. But, you know, for the most part, you know, they just kind of were going out there having fun, making plays. And, dude, I mean, the offense was doing really good. The defense was doing pretty good. And, you know, just sort of making plays. But now, you know, it's you see Ryan Fitzpatrick and, dude, I don't even know when the last time, you know, I've seen a quarterback have so many, like, you know, 300-plus yard games. And to be honest, I just don't think it's in my lifetime, you know, because it sucks. You know, I never – I got to watch Dan Marino play maybe – uh, like at the end of his career, and you know that was just like my dad holding me, and when I was like three years old or something. But you know, so I'm not like so I can't even remember just watching a quarterback dominate like this. You know, I remember Jay Fiedler was okay, but he never really dominated anything, and Chad Pennington was okay. He just didn't have a big arm. 
Uh, seemed like our franchise just kind of failed Ryan Tannehill um, because seemed like all he did was throw screen passes to Jarvis Landry and then take sacks. Is really what it came down to. And then he got a couple big plays to Kenny Stills. But either way, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is looking better than everybody that I've watched, which is, I mean, I think I think it's really awesome. You know, he's having fun with it. You know, nothing to lose. And, you know, this is not a pitch into, oh, you know, we should just, uh, you know, tank for Trevor or whatever they're saying now. You know, oh, we should go, you know, get Trevor Lawrence or, you know, see what kind of luck we would have next year. You know, this is not any of that. This is just, you know, actually thinking logically about how many holes we actually have in our team. And, you know, what do you like? What do you do with, you know, the pick that you have? So, or the, you know, like, well, obviously, you know, you get three in the first round, but all the picks, you know, like, what do you like? What do you do with those picks? So, you know that, you know, you definitely need offensive linemen and you definitely need defensive linemen. So, you know, those are DNs, definitely, like, well, because I don't even really want to say, I don't even really want to say, like, D-linemen. I want to say pass rushers or, you know, edge players because with Godshaw and Christian Wilkins and, um, you know, Avery Moss could be, like, a good four guy. But now, dude, I mean, with that guy Sealer that kind of came in and blew our whole world up, I mean, I believe we're going to have, like, a nice little rotation in there at the D-tackle, you know, the three techniques, the noses. And I believe we're going to have, like, a good, uh, you know, a good uh, foundation there. But, you know, there's no real edge rushers. You know, and Taco Charlton, you know, he's came here and he's gotten a couple sacks, but, you know, he's not that just elite pass rusher that's going to freaking you know, get after the quarterback every down, you know, like somebody that's going to have like a, like make the quarterback move up, you know, like you had with uh, Cameron Wake or Jason Taylor, um, Oddwell Ogunlie for a little bit. So, you know, those are the type of edge rushers that you need, um, especially when you know your secondary is going to need help. You know, and with Xavier Howard coming back, like, obviously that's going to change a little bit. And we don't know what else is going to happen on the back end. But we definitely, we need edge rushers. And I'm not really sure because, you know, I've tried to pay attention a little bit to the scheme. But it seems like the Dolphins, they're doing, like, a lot of different things. You know, maybe trying to figure out uh, what, you know, like, what places would be uh, best fit, like, suited for, you know, some of those uh, guys like Beagle and Van Ginkle, which, you know, if you guys have, you know, if you guys are trying to relate them to play in the edge position, I don't think that I don't think that's necessarily fair because I do believe they're a little bit smaller and slower to, you know, be an elite edge rusher. But, you know, they're guys that can, you know, play almost that, uh, you know, like an outside linebacker, like an outside stand-up rusher type guy, and, you know, make plays. 
So that could be, you know, that could be really interesting to watch, um, you know, as everything unfolds. Uh, I don't think Raekwon, I didn't see Raekwon in the game as much yesterday. Uh, but, you know, maybe you go get another big-time linebacker, you know, maybe in the second or the third round. But either way, you know, Fitzpatrick is looking like, you know, he can compete. And if you feel some, if you feel some holes, you know, a lot of the holes that are in our defensive line, offensive line, and, you know, secondary, Fitzpatrick can, you know, Fitzpatrick's going to win you, you know, some big games next year. So, you know, with that being said, you know, where do you where do you go from here? You know, I mean, I believe they're still going to draft a quarterback. I'm not sure if that's based on the fan base or the fact that they just want people to compete or, you know, like what. But, you know, what's going to happen to Rosen? You know, because, you know, Brian Flores is asked about Rosen and he's saying, oh, you know, I like where, you know, Josh is right now. I believe he's grown so much from the um, pass. So, like, do you keep, do you hold on to Josh Rosen and then let Fitz have another year and then allow Rosen to take over after the year? Do you draft a quarterback and have all three of them compete? Um... There's just, you know, there's so many different, there's so many different ways you can go. There's so many different routes to go, you know, as it relates to the quarterback position at Miami. One thing they can't do, though, is, you know, they obviously can do it and we've seen it, but, you know, they shouldn't do it. And that's go get a quarterback without having, you know, the right protection. You know, Fitz has been around the game, so, you know, he moves in the pocket. He takes off when he needs to. He, you know, he goes, you know, he throws questionable throws that Devontae Parker happens to, you know, go up and catch, which is awesome. You know, uh, Devontae Parker's getting, you know, he's getting real, really looked at as far as, you know, being one of those, one of those big uh, wide receivers. You know, um, Nate Burleson and Good Money Football was talking about him. And, you know, Pete Schrager, Kay Adams, and uh, Kyle Brandt, you know, all of them, you know, they were talking about Devontae Parker and, you know, trying to see where, you know, like, well, basically just, you know, saying that he's really good and, you know, they might have found, like, a wide receiver, a big-name wide receiver who's going to be really good for the future. So, but either way, you know, he bails out Fitz and, you know, Mike Gusecki's actually looking like, you know, somebody that, um, and I think it was, uh, it might have been Dougley Do-Wrong, but, you know, my uh, Gusecki's looking like, you know, the person that we thought we drafted. And so, but when you, whenever you see, you know, because I, like I was telling people and, you know, I even, uh, you know, uh, went to where's working at ESPN Royal Palm. You know, covered the Dolphins down at the Nova training facility. You know, saw Mike Gesicki and, you know, talked to him a little bit and just watched him go up. And you're just like, dude, this guy's a friggin' freak. 
you know, why aren't, you know, why isn't he getting the ball? And so, you know, when you see, when you look at that, you realize it was, you know, it was probably just one of those, uh, like a big coaching problem. Because, you know, now he's doing damage. Which is, you know, exactly what we need. So, you know, now you now you looking towards the draft. You got, I mean, you you have a couple you have a couple different people coming out. Um, you got Justin Herbert. Um, I I'm not sure if Fromm uh, said he was going into the draft or not, but you know he would be another uh, big um, quarterback. Then you got obviously Joe Burrow. You got Tua. You know, people have been talking about Tua a lot more as far as, you know, being like a one of the top draft picks. And if I like I wouldn't care, man, if you were if you were able to, you know, maybe get somebody like a big name pass rusher or offensive tackle in, you know, for that first pick and then grab Tua like late like later, either number your uh Number two first round or number three first round, you know, I'd be okay with that too. So, but, you know, when you talk about getting the right, you know, getting that dynamic, that like dynamic tackle or dynamic offensive lineman or defensive lineman, you know, you could get that at, you know, Miami sitting at number five right now. And that's, you know, that's strictly based off of strength of schedule. You know, obviously, you know, we lost to the Giants and we have the same or yeah, we have the same record, but apparently it's it's off the strength of schedule, which is why we have the fifth spot, but that's the that's pretty much the lowest that we can get. So, and you know, with the with the loss next week to New England and you know, and by the way, guys, I know I'm talking like that, the loss to New England. But, you know, I just feel like New England has more to play for, and they're obviously, like, more talented than us. You know, but I'm not one of those people that root for us to lose. You know, just making that clear. But uh, the Redskins, you know, the Redskins play the Eagles, and then the Giants play the Cowboys. So, you know, who who knows? Uh, or maybe the Giants plays the Eagles and the Redskins play the Cowboys. But who knows how those are going to turn out. I mean, the it seems like the Giants and the Redskins are sort of finding their stride. Um, but, you know, and I'm not too sure about the Cowboys. I know the Cowboys and the Eagles have really big games. Because if the Cowboys win and the Eagles lose, then the Cowboys get in the playoffs. But if, you know, and if the Cowboys lose, the Eagles get in the playoffs. But the Cowboys have, like, the Eagles have to. The Eagles don't necessarily have to win. The Cowboys have to win and hope that the Eagles lose. But if both teams loses, it's kind of like a win-win for us because, you know, then we move back down to I think maybe even the number two overall, or the number three because Detroit's terrible. Uh, you know, but also you know if Detroit wins, you know that could also be a thing. So, you know, we're able, we're like, we have the ability to move all the way down. We have the ability to move all the way down to number two if, you know, we lose and, 
everybody else wins pretty much like everybody under us. But, you know, either way, getting back to the whole quarterback thing. So, Detua, Justin Herbert, Burrow, from, you know, there's a decent quarterbacks coming out. You know, it's not like the loaded draft. I don't even think it's as good a draft as last year. Um, But it's... I don't know. It's gonna be. It's gonna be super. It's gonna be super weird to kind of see, you know, what exactly they do. And then I was mentioning on you know one of my previous uh, podcasts about the fact that there's a lot of quarterbacks that are actually, you know, coming like coming available, and a lot of like coming available in free agency. I mean. And so, you know, and some of the really big quarterbacks, you know, Phillip Rivers and Breeze and Bridgewater and Tom Brady and uh, crap, even Taysom Hill, which is, you know, one of my favorite players. You know, obviously he plays different positions for the New Orleans Saints. I thought, like, I'm hoping they keep him. I really love to kind of see him in that Sean Payton offense. It just gets really, really crazy. Um... But, yeah, there's, I mean, there's some guys. And then, you know, you still got Dak Prescott that's not signed. And not saying that I want Dak Prescott. I'm just saying, you know, these are the quarterbacks that are coming into free agency. And I just don't know what the Dolphins are planning to do. Because a lot of, you know, a lot of people are calling for just like a better quarterback. But in the... You know, in like in the big picture of things, quarterback right now seems to be it seems to be like it seems to be the least of our worries. Because Phil or Philip Rivers, freaking Ryan Fitzpatrick is doing, you know, something that like, you know, we've never you know, I know we as Dolphin fans, you know, people my age, like mid twenties, you know, we've never really seen like a good team. So, or like a good quarterback, you know? So, if you can go and get like a a game-changing quarterback, like go do it. You know, like nobody's going to fault you for doing that. Especially, like I just believe that Brian Flores, you know, once everybody has that cohesiveness and, you know, understands what he's looking for and willing to fight, like he's going to create a team around, you know, he's going to create a team around like himself, you know, to take the character around himself and not just the quarterback, you know, and if, you know, and I'm just saying, you know, because if you can get a Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson or Lamar Jackson or Tom Brady, like, you know what I'm saying? Like you can like go do it, but you know, I just don't see that kind of talent. And even Joe Burrow, you know, it's, it's one of those weird things that I think once you see the uh, breakdown of the combine. You start to see all those things. You'll get a closer idea. You'll get a better idea of what exactly is go- like what exactly is going on as far as you know who's the better you know who's the better quarterback or who's the better um, player just overall and like who's going to be drafted after you know after Miami makes some free agency moves and other teams make some free agency moves. You know, who are you going to draft at the, you know, at the end? And I just, 
I feel like we have way too many holes in our team to go after, you know, just like put all of our eggs in the quarterback basket and, you know, have him get sacked 20 times a game. You know, it's just it's really unrealistic. They've tried to do that, you know, for so long, and obviously it didn't work. The O-line has never been really good. And the one time that we did draft an O-lineman number one overall, Jake Long, you know, like we didn't have a quarterback. So, you know, I understand, like, or coaching staff. So I understand that you need a quarterback. But Ryan Fitzpatrick in my opinion, is a very capable quarterback who can, you know, make the throws and not afraid to let his guys make plays. And definitely need a running back because I feel like having a running back is going to make Ryan Fitzpatrick a lot better because he's not just leaning on throwing the ball like 50 times a game, which I think, you know, between Dalton and Fitzpatrick, I think they had like over like 100 pass attempts which was, like, freaking crazy. But that's kind of what happens when, you know, we're shutting down their run game and then, like, we just don't have a run game. So we definitely need a running back that's going to make Fitzpatrick better as well. But all in all, I just I think it's I think it's a conversation that needs to be had because there's so many, you know, there's so many holes, you know, to fill and – you know, the quarterback position for next year, you know, whether it's Rosen or Fitzpatrick, you know, I believe they can I believe they can have decent success, you know, when they find, you know, a big time pass rusher and, you know, that like big time running back. You know, I believe that, you know, they're gonna be they're able to be a lot better when that happens. You know, it's not just a quarterback that's like the important position. You know, it's every position that's super important to, you know, different schemes. So, you know, that's really and that's really all it is. That's all I got to say. Appreciate you guys for listening. Subscribe and following, guys. I really do appreciate it. You know, I'm your host, Anthony Newton. This was Newton's Ball on the Beach. I'm out.